0: Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Let me just take a minute here and very quickly tell you about Riduzone. Because if uh, you're having a hard time not overeating at every meal, then this is exactly what you need. Now, scientists have decided or they've done research, studies that found that our brain is continually telling the rest of our body, hey, give me more fuel. I I need to burn more fuel. Because it doesn't know when you're going to eat again. So it's in survival mode. Now we do have a molecule in our system called OEA that is supposed to tell our brain, okay, stop eating. We're full right now. This is fine. But a lot of us don't have enough of it. That's where RIDUzone comes in. It's made of OEA to strengthen that signal so that you stop eating sooner. It's uh, it's great. Use the promo code PAT when you order at RidUZone.com. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. So to order, go to RidUZone.com. That's R-A-D-U, Zone.com. RidUZone.com, promo code PAT to get 30% off a three-month supply.
2: Pat Gray Unleashed. All right,
1: as far as uh, 2020 goes, things are kind of interesting out on the campaign trail for Joe Biden. Uh, I think as many people uh, that really like him, just as many people really don't want him to be the nominee. I think it's because they perceive that he's far too, he's he's far too, uh, I guess, middle of the road for them. He's not left-wing enough.
3: Just imagine that. It was yeah, just—it's crazy. Three election cycles ago, he was the most liberal senator in the U.S. Senate.
1: I think Obama was number three. That's how far we've come. How fast and how far? Plus, I, I think they're worried about him—genuinely worried about the fact that he doesn't seem to have it all together.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, anyway, in a campaign stop in South Carolina, he was actually denied communion on Sunday by a priest who said he had to turn Biden away because of his uh advocacy for abortion. Wow. Yeah, that. Wow. <clears throat> that doesn't happen very often. <clears throat> but I mean, isn't that I think that's I mean, I'm not Catholic, but I think that's Catholic doctrine, right?
3: Yeah, I just wonder <clears throat> how many people that took communion that day, you know, did Support abortion. Is it just because his views are known publicly?
1: I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. He said, sadly, this past Sunday, I had to refuse Holy Communion to former Vice President Joe Biden. Holy Communion signifies we are one with God, each other, and the church. (laughs) Wow. Then uh, there's quite a few people. I was going to (laughs) say. There's there's quite a number of them who shouldn't (laughs) be taking Communion our actions should reflect that any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside of church teaching. And then he he added, I will keep Mr. Biden in my prayers. Wow. Nice. (laughs) It's just that, uh, wow, you think, well, Nancy Pelosi, Uh, John Kerry had this issue. It seems like in one of the campaigns, John Kerry was denied communion too. (laughs) But that was a while ago, so I don't remember all the details. A little fuzzy on that, but every once in a while, yeah. the policy is kind of enforced, and then it's sort of a big deal.
3: Yeah, um, so the advance team from the campaign uh, should probably work on finding a church where... <laughs> yeah, you know, where they don't care You know ahead about Catholic of time doctrine. that your candidate will not be denied in public communion. <laughs> Wait a, a minute, communion.
1: you're telling me this
3: priest cares about <laughs> Catholic doctrine? Uh, check the phone book. Is there another uh, Catholic wow. church in okay, this town? Yeah,
1: we're we're outie. Okay. We're outy 5,000. <clears> There's a current phrase for you, by the way. No, it's good. Yeah. It's hip. Very hip. hip. Mm-hmm. Very 2002 hippish,
3: right? <laughs> <It's>, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. I like it. I mean, I have no room to talk. I mean, I, I don't have any hip uh, sayings that I throw around, so mm-hmm. I'll just say, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm going to mix that one in later, too, see if I can okay. get some laughs. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, uh, interesting that, that somewhere, somehow somebody said, you know what? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, we're going to go by the rules here. I'll bet that shook him to the core. Although nobody said anything about it. Cause that's probably not a good thing for them to talk about. Yeah. You know what? A Catholic <laughs> priest just denied me communion cause I'm a big abortion guy. So cause I you- I believe in killing babies. So, <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, if you put it that way, <laughs> it sounds bad that yeah, way, sure, doesn't it? Sure. Did someone just from the church notice and and say it, or or I don't know? Yeah, Any the father,
1: uh, the priest,
3: he's the one that came out and said mm-hmm. it. Or okay, I wonder if he was asked or something. But anyway,
1: he was probably asked about his stay, mm-hmm. uh, but then uh, or maybe somebody noticed and they told the Florence yeah. Morning News, and so then they went to the priest to ask about it.
3: Yeah, the Florence Morning News. I mean, they have some I mean, intrepid on it. reporters. Yeah. They really get around town and uh it's just it's it, it, you don't get the Florence Morning News just for the coupons anymore. No. Now they've got some investigative no. journalists that really get out there and
1: Clearly. Dig deep. Yeah, they're on it. They're on it like Blue Bonnet. Uh
3: Use that one too. Uh-huh. Try it. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, uh Fox News has a story about uh, some construction on the border being the first brand-new section of border wall being built in Texas. That's cool. Now, we, we've we gone back and forth on this. We're told, no, no, there's been hundreds of miles built of new wall. Well, just hundreds of, yeah, I mean, it's being built. <laughs> right, but is it replacing existing fencing or wall, or is it is it brand-new where no structure was before, no barrier existed before? Uh, According to Fox News, construction on a new border wall in Texas where none previously existed has begun along the Rio Grande. While 75 miles of wall has already been built under the Trump administration. Until now, all of those structures replaced existing ones, such as vehicle barriers, Mm -hmm. dilapidated fences, which were ineffective before being replaced. So this... According to Fox News, of course, President Trump doesn't like Fox News anymore. <laughs> uh, but this is apparently the first brand new wall, where wall where no uh, where no barrier existed before. That's great. New work is part of an additional uh, plan of construction. See, uh, Border Patrol documents show that contracts have already been awarded for the construction of 79 miles of new wall mm. in areas where no fences exist currently. Now, that's 79 miles. We we've been told over and over and over by the administration by the end of the year 400 miles will be built. Um that doesn't sound like we're on pace for that.
3: <laughs> Does it? So, let's see. Uh, let's see. So 649. Okay, so <clears throat> so Harry, oh, where's my Where's my hip calculator here? <laughs> <clears throat> So uh, they added 79. They're going to add 79, right? Mm hmm. Plus the 649 they currently have. So that's 728 out of 1954. Okay. All right. So what are we? About a third. We're about a third covered. So your underwear's still safe, by the way, just so yeah, you know. No, no kidding. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. By the end of, according to Fox, by the end of 2020, the agency aims to have completed 141 miles. Now they're saying 141 instead of 400. Oh. A brand new wall. And 24 miles of new levee wall, along with 273 miles of replacement wall. That's what they're doing. They're adding all that together to get up to 400 miles. Yeah, for, that's the total of more than 400 miles of barrier. A brand new? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, brand new plus replacement oh, okay. plus I got levee you. walls.
3: Okay. Well, we're at 38% border covered. Got well, I mean, years
1: ago, Obama told us we're, we're about done. Mm-hmm. Practically done. Did he? Yeah,
3: they yeah, also, we're almost there. Did he also tell you he heard about it on the news?
1: <laughs> heard about it the same way you did. Got it on the news today. Boy, uh, those were good times, do weren't not, they? Do
3: not miss him. Good times. One iota.
1: What? Why? Because he he was a black person. Is that why? Yeah. Okay, Mister Racist. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay.
1: Thank you for showing us where okay. your where yeah. your hatred. Exists. Appreciate that.
3: Thank you. I'm uh I'm Audi <clears throat> five thousand now, uh, or you might say. Nice job. I'm on it like blue bonnet. Uh huh. Can say that. All right. <clears throat> Good. Yes. Uh, CNN's John King
1: gave presidential contender uh, Joe Biden a brutal fact check over a blatant lie he told about his failure to stay competitive in fundraising in this campaign. Oh. Uh, King was responding to comments made about Biden trying to justify his campaign turning to super PAC money because super PACs are evil, right? With the Democrats, super PAC money is evil money. We can't touch that. Can't be about that. That's, uh, you know, big corporations. That's people with a lot of money trying to buy the government. We don't do any of that. We collect all of our money a dollar at a time from people who can't afford it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, but now Biden says, to, to get to March, though, you need momentum and you need money. This is what King is saying, actually. There have been a lot of questions of late about Joe Biden's fundraising. He says not to worry. Biden says, I know I'm a front runner. Find me a national poll with a notable, a couple of exceptions. <laughs> I'm not worried about being able to fund this campaign. I really am not, truly. I don't have, personally, I don't have a super PAC. I don't want any part of that. So he's joining everybody in, in swearing off super PAC For now. Super PACs. However, now, <laughs> oh. already, his, yeah, his tune has changed. <laughs> and yet he says, I didn't change my opinion. I, I didn't. Look, they're able to go out there and do this, period. I, I can't stop them, even if I wanted to. It's their right to do it. So King said, that last part's not true. It's just not true. And Joe Biden knows it. And so he said repeatedly at the beginning of the campaign, didn't want any Super PAC money, wouldn't have one. That's not part of where the party is anymore. But the guy who is building up a Super PAC for Biden right now is a close, personal, lifelong friend of Joe Biden. They go back to the uh, 1980s. If, and so John King says, if, if Joe Biden said, Larry, don't do this, Larry wouldn't do this referring to Larry Fink, who is a, a Wall Street ally. So uh, why is Biden continuing to lie because that fits the agenda. I mean it's not cool for a Democrat to say yeah, I'm getting super back money because I, I can't raise enough money from from the little people so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to the corporate buddies my Wall Street buddies and and uh, get this campaign funded somehow I mean he's he was way behind the the three or four leaders in this race including Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders even Pete Buttigieg.
3: Yeah, I remember when we were reading those numbers the last time, he was at 9 million uh cash on hand. Mm-hmm. And they were up in the 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. And then of course Wayne Messam rolls in with uh, I think he's got around 31,000 in his war chest. Oh, he does? Uh yeah, but I mean the Does last, that include
1: the last yeah, uh, $5 uh
3: I think that includes the $5 uh that he brought in last quarter. Correct.
1: Yeah. Good for him.
3: So he's saving up Wayne Messam,
1: a f- but a full thirty-one thousand dollars. Yeah, I think that's what it
3: was. I had to go back and, uh, Man, and see what that war chest I op- is. I
1: hope he doesn't spend that all in one place because when you, you know, when you're that liquid, when you have that kind of cash roaming around uh, in your bank accounts, sometimes you can get a little carried away. You know, sometimes you get a little nutty.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, thirty-one thousand was the last. Uh, yeah, the last report, and so. So I guess, oh, because this was in July. So I guess he's up to $31,005. It's, I mean, even I can do the math on the yeah, fly. Good for you. It's really good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh,
1: real Estate dot uh, com. whole bunch of agents across the country, a thousand of them. Now, it could be way more than that because we have 5,000 on a waiting list. But we need to keep track of the people who are on it so that we can make sure your experience is a good one. And if we had 6,000 agents, it makes it a little more difficult You know, to follow up on everything. But these are agents who understand that when you call them, they need to call you back within minutes, not hours or days. They have a sense of urgency on your behalf. They know the market, too, so they can help you decide where to price your home so that it sells quickly and for the most money. Or if you're trying to buy, they'll find you a house uh, where you get the most for your money. Really good, professional, caring people who also are big fans of the show, and so they're going to have a lot in common with you. You're not going to have to drive around uh, the neighborhoods looking at homes with somebody who's a flaming liberal, uh, an Elizabeth Warren, or a uh, uh, Bernie Sanders fan. That would be a nightmare. Plus, you know, this isn't just another sponsor. It's Glenn's company. So um, we really, again, really do check into these uh, agents and vet them. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Trust.com.
2: This
4: is
1: Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, Katie Hill resigned uh, yesterday. But of course, none of this is her fault. Uh, what's great about it is that She's so blameless in all of this, mm-hmm. and it's just because of, well, you <laughs> and, and me, uh, the hateful ones, mm-hmm. and of course her abusive husband, uh, and the media, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the wind. The wind was blowing uh, in her face, sun was in her eyes, all of these things going on, and that made her fall into bed with a whole bunch of different people, including whatever AIDS. But don't worry about that. She's the victim. Uh, and she's willing to tell you about that. Here she is telling you about that.
0: Hi, I'm Katie Hill. And last night I announced the most difficult decision of my life, mm-hmm. that I would be resigning from Congress. Yeah. I made this decision so that my supporters, my family, my staff, and our community will no longer be subjected to the pain inflicted by my abusive husband and the oh. brutality of hateful political operatives.
1: Pause. This Go. Court- uh, okay. Her abusive husband. Yep. It's hateful political operatives, meaning Republicans.
3: Okay, so she's the victim here. So here's the blame game. We got yeah. uh, two. Uh, not her Katie.
1: And look, I I don't know anything about her husband. Yeah, that might be completely true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm not saying that. That I mean, obviously, that's a very bad thing if that's true. Mm-hmm. But sure. I mean, he's got a lot of pictures and photos to to back up the things he was saying, which she initially denied. Yeah. Didn't
3: she so. have some? Uh, very interesting photos on um on some websites there yeah she well. did okay so yeah she so we've blamed two uh-huh. not named katie hill right so it's two nothing not katie <laughs> okay let's okay. see more
1: of this
0: this coordinated campaign carried out by the right-wing media and republican <laughs> oh, opponents
1: right. enabling media. and republican perpetuating opponents. my
0: husband's abuse by providing him a platform is disgusting and unforgivable and he will be held accountable But I will Will not allow myself to be a distraction from the constitutional crisis we're faced with and the critical work of my colleagues. I see. And so I have to take my personal fight outside the halls of Congress. Mm. Too many Americans are counting on Washington to fulfill our promises of quality health care, housing we can afford, and a government that works for the people. Pause it for a second.
1: Maybe people should stop counting on the government and uh, count more on themselves. Maybe that would be helpful in this country. I don't know. That's, Maybe that's just me.
3: That's a weird non sequitur by you. but Yeah, okay. it is. Well.
1: It is. Let's hear what else she had to say.
0: Washington to fulfill our promises of quality health care, mm-hmm. housing we can afford, and a government that works for the people. Mm-hmm. And I cannot let this horrible smear campaign get in the way of that. Horrible
1: work. smear campaign.
0: To my supporters in our district and across our great country. I'm a victim. Please know that we did something incredible. You did. We proved that an imperfect woman, Mm -hmm. the 31-year-old daughter of a nurse and a police officer...
1: Wait, stop
3: the... uh, Hang on. Is that a half-ish? Wait, wait, she's imperfect? It's kind of... uh, That's kind of a general (laughs) statement she just said there. So I'm going to give her a half of a blame. Okay. Okay.
1: She's imperfect, Uh so maybe she did something that wasn't fabulous, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure about that yet. All right, let's see this.
3: Uh-huh.
0: We proved that an imperfect woman, mm-hmm. the 31-year-old That's daughter right. of a nurse and a police officer, you're
3: not campaigning. who never
0: planned to run for office, yeah, has a place in the people's house. Mm-hmm. We showed the nation that there is hope, even in the darkest of moments.
1: Wow, you're great. That
0: every single person deserves a chance uh-huh. and a voice. And a threesome. And that voters will believe no, and will rise to uh, make that happen. Okay. We showed Washington that a grassroots campaign can propel a young woman into Congress Without the help of big corporations Mm -hmm. and special interests Um, that have for so long mm -hmm. governed politics Mm -hmm. and that this movement will change our broken political system forever. Yeah. That matters, mm-hmm. and Doesn't it will it? always matter.
1: So you're, you're doing fantastic. I need
0: you to know that my fight is not over. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Those good. of I was you worried who know me that. know that I am yeah. a, fighter. She's
1: a fighter. Before right?
0: I came to Congress, I fought uh-huh. for the most vulnerable people in our community, yeah, did you? working to end homelessness for individuals, wow. veterans, and families.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I
0: fought to give a voice to those fought. who for have too long been take silenced take or pushed into off. the shadows. <laughs> I'm going to continue to fight for our democracy, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. representation, yeah. For justice and equality and there for making the world gonna a better place. Are you going
1: to continue to do porn or.? I will
0: also take up a new fight.
1: Okay. okay. I will fight Here's a new to ensure fight.
0: that no one else has yeah. to live through what I just experienced. Yeah. Okay. Some people call this electronic assault, digital exploitation. <laughs> Others call it revenge porn. Oh. As the victim of it, I call it one of the worst things that we can do to our sisters and our daughters. Again,
1: there she is. She's the victim. I am grateful
0: for all of You're you the who have spoken out about this in recent days. Are you? As I have before, I will stand up for those who cannot stand up for themselves. Uh-huh. Because there is one thing that I know for sure. And that is? I will not allow my experience to scare off other young women Good or girls you. from running for office. Good. For the sake of all of us, we yeah. cannot let that happen.
1: No, we can't. I'm hurt. She's I'm hurt. angry. Aww. She's oh. angry.
0: The path that I saw so clearly for myself is no longer there. Oh, no. I've had moments Don't where cry. I've wondered what the last three years of my life were for and if it was worth it. Don't cry. I know that many of you feel the same. Yeah. I never claim to be perfect. No. But I never thought my imperfections would be weaponized and used to try to destroy me. Okay. And the community I've so loved. So her my
1: imperfections life. Uh, again are still not her fault. Uh. They were weaponized by somebody else and used against her.
3: The path she saw to a congressional pension.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not there anymore for her. Dang it. I Darn. assume right. The I path don't know. to power is apparently not there yeah. for me anymore. And, uh, so,
3: and, and really this is, um, geez, that is terrible. This is Nancy Trump. Pelosi's fault because if it wasn't for this impeachment thing happening right now, <laughs> then mm-hmm. Katie Hill wouldn't be so expendable, you see? Yeah. So, but we can't make the issue about, about this weird Congresswoman. We've got to get her, just sweep her aside. Now's mm-hmm. not the time to be having that fight. We've mm-hmm. got to concentrate on Donald Trump's impeachment. Well, look, she's
1: not perfect. Okay. But her imperfections have been weaponized against her. Sure. And so they've, they've made her a victim. And uh, I won't stand for that. I just won't stand for that. <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing that should show you, whether you're Democrat, Republican, whether you're about personal responsibility or not, you avoid these kinds of things. Nobody can weaponize them against you. I, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of going out there on a limb to ask somebody to be, you know, I don't know,
3: and, uh, and, and a little does, bit better. And does what she is saying there, does it change um, if it's not a staffer? In other words, if it's mm-hmm. just somebody, just some random person that she knows. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: then, you know? yeah, that changes. Okay. Yeah, because then that's not wrong. Mm-hmm. If it's not against the rules uh, of Congress, which this was, it's illegal to have a relationship like that with one of your staffers, whether you're it's a hetero or homosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. But if it was just some other 22 year old off the street, mm-hmm. I, I think this would be a completely different discussion. Yeah, I think then so, she's too. fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. then she can do whatever she wants. That's uh, yep. pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. What a world! What a world where we also have. Uh, a supposed Republican who's running against Donald Trump, Bill Weld. Bill Weld last election cycle, though, was a so-called libertarian who was running with somebody who was a supposed libertarian who was essentially a socialist <laughs> libertarian, uh, and he was the uh, he was the vice presidential candidate of that guy. Anyway, now Bill Weld is saying that he would actually vote for former Vice President Joe Biden over uh, Donald Trump in a heartbeat. Could I vote for a Democrat? Well, uh, asked, noting that he would never support Trump. Hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Am I going to take your AR-15s? Hell yes. Hmm. Could I vote for Joe Biden? Yeah. If it's Trump against Joe Biden, I'm with Biden in a heartbeat. Wow. Weld argued that Biden stood the best chance against Trump in a general election because he's a lunch-pail Democrat. <laughs> I That's see. awesome. Yeah. He's <laughs> a good guy. He's a centrist. It's amazing that we can, we can call Biden because, as we said just a few yeah. minutes ago, he was the most liberal in, I mean, in the Senate.
3: American politics has been Overton-windowed.
1: Wow, for sure. He's a centrist, and Trump is not going to be able to play the socialism card against him. Wow. Uh, nobody can play the senile card against him. That's that's one thing he could do and probably will do. Uh, let's see. Mark Sanford and Joe Walsh were more complimentary of Elizabeth Warren, calling her Trump's toughest potential opponent. Sanford called her articulate and bright. She's got the energy and fire. What? Why are these guys praising the liberals who are running against <laughs> Trump? That's unbelievable.
3: Articulate.
1: Apparently Weld doesn't like Elizabeth Warren, but uh, Mark Sanford and Joe Walsh do. Uh, Weld also made it it clear that he was open to considering a third-party candidate. President Trump has laughed off the trio of Republicans challenging him for the 2020 primary, referring to them as the Three Stooges. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, Speaking of Republicans... Who want you to believe they're conservatives? Uh, morning cup of postum. Uh, Joe and uh, his main squeeze Mika were on yesterday, and Joe actually said something pretty good for a change. Well, some of it was good. Here's what he had to say.
5: But, no, but again, I speak to the lock him up chance. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. I, it's just it's un-American. Wow! Uh, it thank you. It started with Donald Trump. No uh, in it fact, didn't. he's made it a centerpiece of his campaign rallies.: yeah, and, we uh, and, find it
2: sickening when it happens let, at his let, rallies.
5: Let, I help. find
0: it kind of sickening well, of to course watch it's people sickening.
5: That's where at we, the president.: We are Americans, and, and we do not do that. We do not want the world hearing us chant lock him up to.: That he created To this president. It. He didn't create it. That's Pause what it I'm for saying. a second. Let's
1: he didn't create it. He didn't lead the chant. He stood there while. I mean, he didn't stop the people, but the audience, the people in the crowd were the ones who started. He didn't say, hey, I'm going to lead you in a chant now of lock her up, meaning we're going to lock up Hillary Clinton. Lock her up. He didn't do that. The audience started chanting. He didn't tell him to stop, but he, I mean, and then it just kind of spread. Was this his creation, though? I don't think so. But at least Scarborough is saying this is un-American stuff for him to be uh, chanted at like that yeah. at a baseball game at a World Series game. Uh, it does it does send a bad a bad signal to the rest
5: of the world.
3: Joe it, needs to get his girl in line there, huh? Yeah, he does. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, let's let him finish up.
5: The world hearing us chant, lock him up. To and, this, yet
2: created to it. and yet he to this president or to any president. That's
5: what I'm saying. Let's hope as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is one less fascist tactic he and his supporters use uh, uh, <laughs> during chants that you were going to actually imprison your political opponents. So let's, mm. let's leave that behind so and just... I don't know. We'll, 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 see, we'll see if the Astros...
1: <laughs> we'll see if the Astros... I wish you would have known what he had to say there. We'll see if the Astros... What, uh, the Astros fans are not going to chant, lock him up. Mm-hmm. So, plus, I, I doubt... Trump will be there at the game. Uh, It's fascinating to me, though, when you think back just a couple of years ago in, you know, late 2015, early 2016, maybe through, I don't know, most of the primary in 2016, Joe and Mika were some of the best friends Donald Trump had. You remember the softball questions they asked him? Remember how often they had him on the show? Uh, He was going to be at their wedding they were buddy buddy they were they were fine with Donald Trump they loved Donald Trump and during that during that one commercial break they actually asked him what else what else do you want to talk about what where else can we lead you you want to talk about this and they, no i don't want to talk about that so they didn't <laughs> i mean that was not so long ago and then all of a sudden they're mortal enemies uh so,
3: the power of an R, fascinating after your name. Yes, and it's just it's, it's it's amazing. The media turns on you just as soon as you uh have that extra letter after your name.
1: But let's give Joe credit for you know where credit is due. Mm-hmm. It, it is un American to be chanting that at the U.S. president, it does look bad. Uh, I don't, I don't like it. I didn't like the locker up chance either, frankly. Uh, but nobody asked me. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter,
2: Pat Gray Unleashed,
1: triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Pat's odist Mandarinia Muslim tweets, Pat 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 guys, seventy nine miles of fence that's thirty plus feet high squared, then converting to metric equals well over four hundred miles, right?
3: Oh,
1: I don't know. There's no way to tell. <clears throat> But I'll trust you on that because, I mean, it's metric. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Tweets. <laughs> How close is the border wall to fulfilling the underwear bet? Well, uh, we're about 30%, so. 38, yeah. 38%. Mm-hmm. Got to Gotta get, get
3: to 90%. 90%, right? Isn't that what the bet was? Yeah. If 90% of the southern border is covered by a wall, mm-hmm. then you will eat your underwear.
1: Yes. Both me and Stu, uh, actually. Um, I believe was the deal. Hmm. Pat's 18th facial cream victim. Was well, there only 18 so far? 18! Huh. There you go. Uh, this is concerning our Audi 5000 comment. I didn't realize Pat was so woke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Steve, five bucks says the advanced team wanted Biden to be denied communion. Democrats would like that. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Also from Don. Uh, I want to hear. I want to hear Pat read that Beto comment about hunting clubs as Thurston Howell the <laughs> Third. Do we have what he said? Let's see. I don't. Other questions, comments, suggestions. Questions. Sir, Hi, my name is Keppel, and I was just wondering.
3: Oh, he's about so, to get school.
6: I am a hunter myself. Mm-hmm. I have used an AR-15 for hunting. So, like, I guess my question is, what about those people who use that as a way to what about them? get dinner? Who live down get south? Dinner. Right. Who don't really have <coughs> a lot of options for food mm. and they don't have money, but they can go get their own food. What about? What about? And I know there are alternative rifles, but an AR-15 uh. is much more efficient at killing, like, a deer, for instance, than another weapon that can't shoot as quickly, because if you hit an animal and you don't kill it instantly,
1: mm-hmm.
6: it, one, not only it puts the animal in a lot of pain, it also, two, mm-hmm. kind of spoils the meat, because the longer the adrenaline sits in uh, <laughs> deer's meat, for instance, it makes the meat go bad.
1: Mm. mm-hmm,
6: hmm so... This is the first time that I've, that I've heard the case made for oh, using an AR-15 to hunt deer. Right. Uh, yeah. I've heard uh, feral hogs in, in feral Texas, hunt. which are a real problem yeah. on a lot of the ranches and farms in, in my home state. Mm-hmm. Per- perhaps a way um, to address uh, a legitimate concern or need is to ensure that those who have or want to use an AR-15 are able to keep it at a, a hunting club, or yeah. at a gun range, so that there, there is some control and safeguards still placed on that firearm. Um, But this is why I'm here. I want to listen to those who feel perhaps differently than I do, Mm -hmm. include their point of view and and ideas in whatever Mm -hmm. becomes the final piece of of legislation or the law Mm -hmm. that that we adopt. But we have to make sure that ultimately we take some action to save the lives of those who are being taken Mm -hmm. and then to protect against the kind of fear that these acts of terror are, are inspiring. So, appreciate your question
1: thanks yeah he really I think he really did appreciate I appreciate the question. your question yeah, okay. I think he really appreciated it so th- perhaps a way to ensure <laughs> that they keep it at the country club you know where there are people who uh, who have manners and, and won't be shooting others indiscriminately mm. perhaps that would be a way to keep people from killing one another mm. and to keep it at the country club.
3: Uh, mix so it, great. mix mix a, a lovey, <laughs> fetch me the number for the gun club, for the hunting club. Come on, Let's have a lovey. You got to mix in a lovey in there.
1: A lovey. There. I'm just going to leave it at lovey. you leave it at lovey? That's yeah, where i going to leave it. Leave it yeah.
3: at lovey. <laughs> okay. But so, so here's what Beto's argument is. Okay. It's, I don't trust the American individual over here Mm -hmm. but i trust the american individual who runs the gun club over here or the hunting lodge so he (laughs) has to trust somebody at some level
1: the guy at the hunting lodge is gonna have a lot of weapons (laughs) at his disposal let's hope he he never goes bad (laughs) let's hope he never sees a trump speech that sets him off
3: a weird logic
1: really weird okay whatever i mean that's why the guy is not gonna win and, and he's so desperate, and he's just throwing stuff out there. And then he hears a reasonable argument from somebody who knows a thousand times more than he does about the issue. And so he backtracks from this 16-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It shows you how butt-stupid this guy is, and that he knows absolutely... Wait, that's the first time you've heard a hunting argument? <laughs> what? Come on. Come on. <sighs> Uh, he's so into the talking points that an AR-15 is just created for death and military killing. That you know, he he just he doesn't know any facts. All he knows is rhetoric that stirs up his base. What little base there is, <laughs> yeah. You know, what are we teeny, down to? Tiny little base.
3: What are we down to? Like. Uh, his, I think his, uh, what, his father-in-law? Yeah, I think it's his father-in-law. his uh, I'm campaign. not sure his
1: father-in-law is really for him. I mean, his father-in-law is a billionaire, apparently. I wouldn't want this guy in office.
3: <laughs> is that who is? Is that how he's staying afloat? Honestly, I have no idea. I'm just I don't throwing know. that out there.
1: I, he did raise a lot of money at the very yeah. beginning. Okay. But um, I, I don't know that he... I think he still has... Wasn't he in the in the list of people over $20 and cash on hand? I think he was. Yeah. Uh, so he's still got some cash around.
3: Let's see. What's the latest? Uh, what's the latest uh, polling? I wonder.
1: The last uh, I saw, he was at three percent for
3: Iowa. Because um, I want, I want to take a guess right now. Um, where do you think Beto finishes in Iowa? Any guesses? Because right now he is. I'm going to say around two percent. No, no. I mean, like, what place? I'm sorry. What place do you think he finishes? Cause right now, he's. Mm. He's tied for 7th place. He 7th or 8th place with Corey That's,
1: Booker. I was going to say 7th or 8th, probably.
3: Why is That's he probably still, where,
1: where he'll end up.
3: Go away, Beto. Robert.
1: It's amazing that Booker is still in there. You never even hear about Booker. Nobody even talks about him. Nobody cares about him. Nobody listens to him. We rarely even play his wild statements that he makes
3: at his rallies. I mean, here's the latest polling. Out of Iowa, just, uh, just just in order. Here, I'll just go in mm-hmm. order. I won't get stuck with numbers here. Warren, Buttigieg, Sanders, Biden. I mean, and then after that, it drops off from Biden. After fourth place, Biden at 12%. Harris. It drops off to Har- uh, Klobuchar at 4%. Wow. Then Harris, 3%. Booker and O'Rourke what? at 1%. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. wow. wait, wait, Tom Steyer. These aren't in order, so I'm having to look across this grid. So let me try to do this in order again. Warren. Buttigieg, Sanders, Biden. Mm -hmm. Hang on. That's the top four. Then it goes Klobuchar. Jeez. Then Steyer and Harris are tied for sixth and seventh. Tom
1: Steyer uh is ahead of
3: Beto. Yeah, yeah, 3%, right? Wow. Then it's Yang and Gabbard at 2%. So now we're in the top nine. That's incredible. And then it's Booker and O'Rourke at the 10th and 11th spots with 1%. He's down to 1% in Iowa. 1%. And this is polling from last week. Or from yeah, seven days ago. Yep. This guy is rocketing
1: to the bottom. Ugh. Rocketing. What a nosedive. Remember the the times when everybody thought he was the great democratic hope? hmm <laughs> Wow. Uh those days aren't coming back
3: yeah. for him. And uh yeah. Mm. I just I'm scrolling back here. The highest he's ever been in Iowa was, oh, I'm looking at the wrong column, was...
1: I'm going to say six. Six percent? 13.
3: Uh, y- last December, he was at 19%. 19! And today, he's at 1% in Iowa. Cool. 19%.
1: So, when he first got into the race, yeah. people still thought something. All right, well, hey, how about that exciting uh, Beto guy, that Hispanic from Texas? <laughs> Then they found out, no, it's it's Robert Francis O'Rourke, the Ew. Irish guy. Oh, from we got enough white guys. We're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. And they started hearing him speak, and they realized what a psycho he is and that he needs meds. He doesn't need to be in this race, he needs medication. <laughs>
3: That's exactly what he needs, man.
1: He needs a rest.
3: Uh, he needs to plant his feet when he talks, too. Too much rocket and stepping forward and pushing your hands out. There's not a uh-huh. wall there, Beto. Come on, man. What are you doing? Right.
1: And we don't like people flailing around. It looks like you're, well, crazy. And, uh, Wait, I, ta- and I, I think he is. I
3: talk with my hands. What are you trying to say over there?
1: I Like you're, you know, crazy. So <laughs> calm down, Very well. everybody. Okay. Just keep your hands at your sides. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> don't know where those hands are going to wind up, so... <laughs> Just keep him at your side. 888 uh, 900 House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said yesterday, the House will vote this week on a resolution to formalize and establish parameters of the Trump impeachment inquiry. So we're not voting on whether or not to impeach him. That's, it's not that vote. But we're going to vote as to whether or not we formalize some rules, essentially. In a letter sent to Democratic House lawmakers, Pelosi said the resolution affirms the ongoing and existing investigation and establishes the procedure for future investigative steps. Wow, what a move. (laughs) What a move. They are really getting things done now. We are taking this step to eliminate any doubt as to whether the Trump administration may withhold documents, prevent witness testimony, disregard duly authorized subpoenas, or continue obstructing the House of Representatives. The vote will take place Thursday on the House floor. Uh, okay. Hmm. So, So, there you go. (laughs) Then, uh, Mark Meadows replied to all of that. House Democrats now are suddenly saying they'll vote on the impeachment resolution to ensure transparency. That's rich. (laughs) Considering they've spent weeks (laughs) conducting interviews in secret, leaking their own talking points while locking down any and all information that benefits the president. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Uh, It's despicable. The whole process is stupid (laughs) and despicable. And you know what? It also, I, I think it's a distraction of how little they're doing. What are the Democrats even doing right now, trying to actually do their job? Because their job, it seems, is to pass legislation. It's to get things done for their constituents. They're not even talking about doing anything for their constituents. they what agenda item are they actually working on, other than impeachment? I haven't heard word one about anything that they're trying—a bill they're writing, yeah, uh, legislation they're crafting for climate change. Are they working on uh, raising good. taxes? Are they <laughs> are they working on new abortion laws? Nope. Nothing. They're not, and, and I don't think we need to be quiet about it because it's so important to them that they just continue to attack Trump. That's their only job right now. Just attack Trump.
3: Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, I just don't want to give them any ideas. You know, and and don't you remember though? Uh, Chuck Schumer was really upset—not uh, upset, but he was concerned. He's like, "Well, don't forget about the." Uh, don't get too distracted with impeachment, Mr. President. We have gun legislation we need to pass. Yeah, what happened to that? Trying to get something out of him before they uh, sweep him yeah. out of office.
1: Do you remember when they were talking about gun control legislation? That was It was on the front burner, and they had turned up the heat on it. And it was starting to simmer, maybe even boil. And now all of a sudden, they took that pot right off the burner, put it on a back burner that's not even turned on, and the only thing on any burner with any heat on it... yeah. Is impeachment.
3: That's a great point. And, and the far left base, you don't hear them shouting like, hey, where's our gun control talk? Because nope. the single focus of this entire party and all those it's who all support it now attack is just Trump. get Trump out. Yep. Wow.
1: Just attack Donald Trump. <laughs> we don't care about you doing your job, which is to pass legislation. We just want you to attack Donald Trump. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And nobody's calling him out for it. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Wow. And I don't know that Pelosi is really even capable of doing anything else. You know, like Biden, there's some real issues with Nancy Pelosi in her brain. Uh, what's going on in there? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. There's problems. But there are some problems. Uh, we get this montage of, this is from
3: one speech, right? This is from yeah. <clears throat> one speech. Speech, yeah, I and believe, just condensed, uh, and it wasn't that long of a speech. It's just what she does her like weekly press briefing, yeah, and it's just getting worse and worse and less and less coherent.
1: Here she is.
2: This week we'll build. Next week, these are this is this week. Uh, Wait, one what? of them would further stop junk bond, junk plans that can discriminate against people with pre-existing conditions, story. which I mentioned. Yeah. Now this is a further strengthening of that. Uh, uh, uh huh. Yeah. legislation the Trump okay. administration stat- sabotaged once again of enrollment outreach and ha- and help and help states set up their own marketplaces as we prepare to celebrate mothers day we're continuing to fight and the tragedy of maternal deaths. Pause we'll for a second. From pres- and
1: this was probably the last time they talked about any of these legislative items mothers day so that was a long time ago and here she is struggling through all of that stuff and maybe again, maybe that's why, because she can't even get it out of her mouth. But let's see the rest of this.
2: So die from pre- pregnancy-related. Oh boy. Uh, uh,
1: Doug, yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, um, yeah.
2: Complications. I guess is what I'm looking for. All right. In January, the House passed a strong emergency. The Democratic House passed a strong emergency disaster relief bill, specifically for Midwest. Flood relief. Uh, and okay. uh, it meant mm. ma- ma- many people do. They are
1: mm-hmm.
2: patriotically, not passionately or not
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, politically or in any way going forward. Right. But following the facts uh, that even the Republicans Whew. the Republicans had to uh, go to the president and say, it's right. over. So uh, okay. I support the path that our. Cha- our, um, uh, our- our Your chairman are on, chairman, that they on. are here, that's because sad. they're anti-governance wow. of any mm. govern, governance role in addressing uh, climate change, sure. addressing the epidemic of gun violence in right. our country, okay. to name just two.
1: two oh, all right.
2: And we will make a <laughs>
1: Okay, wow.
3: And that's who's heading up this impeachment inquiry of the president yeah. of the United States.
1: And that, by the way, is who's third in line to the presidency. That's Chilling. Sheesh! Wow, that's like somebody asked her a really tough question about geography or something. I
0: personally believe, yeah, that U.S. That Americans are unable, are to, do unable so to do so because, because uh, some people
1: out people there out in there. our
0: nation don't have that. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I the, believe that our ed- education, like such as in
1: such
6: South as Africa
0: South and uh, the Iraq, Iraq, everywhere like such as. And
1: like, such a, I
0: believe that they should... Actually, this is more coherent. Our education over here, over here. in the U.S. In the should US help, should the US, help the U.S. Or should help or should, South Africa. South Africa. And should help the Iraq and should the
1: Asian Iraq
3: countries. Asia. So we will be able to build up our future.
0: <laughs>
1: build up our future. And she nailed that. The build up our future part. That's good. That's good. Now, would you rather have... Her third in line or Nancy Pelosi?
3: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I will take my chances on Miss Teen South Carolina. I think I would too.
1: I think I would too. We're going with uh, Katie. What's her face?
3: Yeah, I don't even know if she's old enough to be president, but just do it. Just, yeah. Well, (laughs) let's
1: see. I think she was 19 in 2007. (laughs) Wait, what was her name again? Katie... Something or other. It, oh,
3: it was it was Kate Upton. It was, Upton. It was like the same, yeah. same name as the Kate, model Kate, or so whatever that married uh, Upton. Let's see. Verlander. She is currently the age of uh, thirty. So
1: so she's still not old we'll, enough. To we be will president. make an
3: exception wow. if it's down to her and Nancy Pelosi. Okay, you can be president <laughs> if it's just the two of y'all. Yeah, I think that's a, that's yes. I'm okay with that. You good with that. I'm okay with that. I don't know what your policies are. I don't know what your politics are. (laughs) I'm just. I'm willing to roll the dice. They're probably not
1: good, but they can't be any worse (laughs) than Nancy Pelosi. And at least we have something to look at. You know.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: So there you go. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Wow, that is some. That is something else. When you see it put together like that, in into one like two minute event, it's kind of chilling and concerning between her. Speaker of the House and Biden, the lead candidate for the presidency in the Democrat Party. Uh, Wow. This is why maybe not only do we need a minimum age, but we maybe we need a maximum age Hmm. uh, in order to ensure that, you know, we secure our future for our children or
3: like such whatever. as?
1: Everything like such as mm-hmm. in the Iraq or the Asian countries. You know, everything like such as. 888 uh, 900 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More
5: coming up.
2: Pat Gray Unleashed. 888
1: 900 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. From Capitalist Bastard. Katie Hill has a place in the people's house. Apparently, it's naked on the couch, brushing a staffer's <laughs> hair while smoking a bong and blaming everyone else for her actions. Uh, from Baghdadi, Katie. This abusive man with the right wing hate mongers made me take off my clothes and run around with a <laughs> bong. <laughs> Uh, also bet I want you to keep your guns at the, uh, at the hunting club. Of course, Mm -hmm. Alexandria go says, I'm so tired of all the senseless deaths caused by automobiles. Maybe we need to keep all the vehicles at dealerships or repair facilities and just sign them out when needed. There's an idea. There's a good idea. Same thing. And you know, how many more people are killed in automobile accidents? Many, many Bernie Sanders' non-existent heart tweets, hey, Beto, your fellow Texans wish you would stop running for president because you're making the rest of us look bad. Sincerely, every Texan. Mm -hmm. Go home, Bobby Frank. You're done. (laughs) Uh, From Sean Perry who... Frying pan plus olive oil plus Beto's campaign equals... You know where I'm going with it.
3: <laughs> the garbage.
1: Walk it right over to the garbage. It <laughs> slides off nicely right into there. Uh, Nancy's not ill. She's drunk. She needs to curb those four martini breakfasts. That's what happens when a bartender from New York gets a seat in Cong- in Congress. <laughs> from Scotty Sweatman, the Speaker of the House can't speak. This crap writes itself. Mm-hmm. And from Stand with Hong Kong. <sighs> Whoa. Oh, why the Chinese oh, Jack, hatred? Have you not why? censored that account yet? Why the hatred for China? Wow. Oh.
3: Stand with Hong Kong.
1: Wow. What, okay. people who want freedom? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Wow. How can you not stand with the uh, communist dictators? Sure. Huh. Mm. Nancy Pelosi is approaching Woodrow Wilson levels of incoherence. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah, very much so. Uh, have you seen all of the. You know, here we are at Halloween. We're two days away from Halloween now, and it seems like haunted houses are getting more extreme. Or maybe I'm just hearing about the more extreme ones a lot more this year. Uh, I think Jeffy talked to uh, Russ McCamey last week, who who uh, who runs McCamey Manor.
3: It's in Tennessee, right?
1: Yeah, it's in Tennessee. It's mm-hmm. a it's a place where no one has made it through this haunted house. I don't even know if it's an actual haunted house. It seems like. It's outdoors. It seems like people stop even before they get out of their car.
3: Yeah, they drag you out of your car or something. Like yeah, if you if signed up for it and everything.
1: I think in some cases they come to your place of business or something and kidnap you. Uh, no,
3: thank you. I
1: I I watched some of the people uh, at the end of their experience. He's got a he's got a reel full of uh, he's got a movie full of the reactions of people who end the experience. And by the way, nobody's made it through the experience. And if you make did. it through all the way, he has vowed to give you $20,000, but mm-hmm. nobody's ever done it.
3: And and <clears> and uh, how much does it cost to, uh, to to be a part of this and, and enjoy this uh, Halloween experience?
1: Uh, it cost a lot, like uh, a can of dog food.
3: Like a bag of dog food. A bag, like of, bag dog of dog food, food. yeah. And That's you, it, just dog food. Yeah. Now, you do have to fill out a 40-page... Uh, disclaimer, uh, what you call it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that you, you know, don't sue or whatever waiver. Thank you. Waiver. the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 40 page waiver. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks, uh, and it sounds absolutely horrifying.
1: Nightmarish. Yeah. It sounds like something you just don't want to do. And that's what he has people admit at the end. You don't want to do this. This is
3: no, I really don't. stuff and screaming in your face. And,
1: ugh. well, some of the people have had cages on their heads and they're they're laying in what looks like dirt, and he's dumping more dirt on them like he's burying them alive. Uh, no thanks. Mm-mm.
3: <laughs> why? No. Why are you trusting this stranger <laughs> I don't... to to subject you to this stuff? I don't know. I could just see it in the news right now um, a Texas man uh, went to Tennessee <laughs> to a uh, to a haunted house, ended up dying. That yeah. would be me.
1: That'd be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's why he has you. Has sign you signed the, the waiver? Yeah, goodness. Also, a lot of people, he said, have tried to sue him. They claim that he w- he was doing things to them that he wasn't doing. Apparent, he says, there's hypnosis involved. He oh, hypnotizes what? people, and then they think things are happening that really aren't.
3: <laughs> what? And this because is he sick. films
1: everything, he can prove what he says. Ah. He films every single effort of people trying to get through the the house, the system. I. Again, why would you want to do that? Then, in, I'm reading this story from the Los Angeles Times. Uh, this sleepy North Hollywood corner that comes alive after dark, people lined up, so, lined up outside the blood-red storefront theater, simply <clears throat> labeled ZJU, which stands for Zombie, Joe, Zombie Joe's Underground. Um, they say this, <clears throat> this show is not for the faint of heart. It has violence nudity, and graphic depictions of rape, suicide, addiction, and other abstract horrors.
3: And Jeffy just signed up to yeah, take part in I, that experience.
1: Wow. <coughs> how, does, how do they get away with doing this in this day and age? I guess. Depictions of rape, yeah. suicide, and addiction. You can't even say anything about rape or addiction or suicide on Twitter without losing your job. How are you actually depicting these scenes? I'd like to see this waiver. <laughs> And apparently, the line stretches down the block every night when it opens up.
3: We're a sick society,
1: man. We really are. (laughs) Zombie Joe himself says, nothing is too taboo for us as a theater group. And for (laughs) Urban Death and all our shows, Urban Death is the show this year. Okay. And all our shows, we have no opinion on anything. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, wow. Uh, Rio Brown Ticked off the haunted attractions she's been to recently, including one. Get this: one where attendees were subjected to intense shocks and simulated suffocation.
3: Uh, Again, no, no thing.
1: This environment. How do you get away with shocking people? And how do you get away with simulating suffocation? She said she's been coming to Urban Death since 2014. She enjoyed leaving with the feeling of always trying to figure out what the hell I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that we like this kind of stuff? <clears throat> That's really strange, isn't See, it?
3: I don't personally. I'm not Yeah. I don't I, I don't like the horror flicks. Mm-hmm. I don't like the haunted house. Mm-hmm. I'd rather it's kinda of weird. Just avoid it.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a strange I went to one again this year. I I think I mentioned that. And it was a like a forty five or fifty. It used to be the longest in America. I think it's fourth now. And, you know, I I didn't find it frightening. It was just kind of boring. But it made me realize, uh why am I going to these? I I'm not gonna do that anymore. So uh it's interesting that people would put themselves through all of this stuff. And why? You're gonna pay somebody probably a lot of money. It doesn't say what this uh, experience costs.
3: Just think of that. Life in America is so good that we yeah. end up paying people to torture us. <laughs>
1: it's crazy. So stupid. That's, it's weird and crazy, and it shows, I don't know, something's wrong with us. It yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it?
3: <laughs> yes. Something is drastically wrong with us. And I'm sure there are plenty with of people out there <clears throat> listening right now that absolutely enjoy it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sorry that I will never understand why.
1: Maybe they can call us and, and explain, tell us why. Explain
3: it, yes. Why yeah. do you enjoy this? And do you enjoy it every day of every year or just around Halloween? You know? Mm-hmm. Because if it's an everyday mm-hmm. thing, now you really whew, yeah, get a, get a doctor to see you.
1: A couple of people that got some uh, real chill, chills recently. Um, how about this window washer that was rescued from a tower in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada? Oh, my
3: goodness. Watch this stuff here. Look at this.
1: Uh, yeah. uh, two workers were washing a window on scaffolding when this happened. Look at this. Whoa! The scaffolding broke away.
3: Yep. Starts swinging around now watch out this. over the street. Jeez. Watch the orange side headed right for the building. Oh my goodness! No! Bam. Oh! Into the building he goes. You think it's over? Oh. It's actually not over because the guy busted the, right through the window. Yeah. Now watch this guy. Watch this. Oh! oh, oh. Like a movie, dude. He's oh! Like, he's hanging from a
1: rope, dangling yeah. over the street.
3: Yeah. Firefighters eventually.
1: Good uh, gosh!
3: He hung there. on the whole time. Yeah. yeah they they took him. Uh, I think he might have been like uh, in a harness or something. Thankfully, oh, something okay. like that.
1: Oh yeah, because that would be tough to hang on. Yeah.
3: The whole but time. Uh, they are both safe, and uh can you imagine that's a bad Now, day did at the work.
1: first guy when he when it broke through the window, did he jump out in No, the... he
3: couldn't. He tried to, he and did? it just kept moving. Yeah. Oh,
1: jeez. Yeah. Wow. Anyhow. Okay, so that's chilling. So yep. if you enjoy chills
3: and thrills,
1: <laughs> you could try that. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. I'm a pass on that too.
1: Then there there was this harrowing incident last week. Oh, dramatic thing. uh where a drunk driver blows through a red light somebody in a car at the stoplight that has just turned green for her watch the pedestrian this.
3: watch pedestrian with the kid there oh my goodness
1: yeah so a family of 3 is crossing with a uh, in a stro- with their child in a stroller and a drunk driver is headed directly for them cuz he ran the light and somebody sees that at the other intersection Sees them coming, and speeds through the intersection to, to intercept them. Smashes into them so that they don't smash into. Oh, the... you think
3: that was on purpose? That was on yeah, purpose. It sure? was on purpose. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, she did it on purpose. I
3: didn't know that.
1: Yeah, watch this again. Play she does game. this on purpose. Uh, she sees him coming, and she just she starts speeding up. Ah, boom! And smashes right into him to knock him out of the way of the uh, of the pedestrians. Pretty amazing. Yeah, they said she she saw him, and wow. she did that on purpose. Wow. Isn't that amazing?
3: That is something else. My yeah. goodness.
1: Uh, crazy. There's somebody who might like uh, McKamey Manor in Tennessee. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. The thrills and spills. 888
3: uh, 900 would, would you do that, though, Um, that, that haunted <laughs> house? And I don't mean just for the fun of it. And I don't even mean just for the $20,000. Is there any price that... Uh...
1: No. No. mm Okay. No, I'm too claustrophobic. I, if they put that cage over my head, I'm done right at that point. I just... I couldn't... I don't think I could deal with that. So and then when they folks. start dumping dirt or whatever it was they were dumping in the people's faces...
3: <laughs> this guy just likes humiliating people. Yeah, he does. I mean, because he's not even in it for the money. He he's in it for the dog food. Uh... Think about that. He's just I know, doing it's it cuz really he just enjoys it that much. Yeah. Weirdo.
1: And he's apparently not that super wealthy even though he's offering <clears throat> a $20,000 reward if you get through it. <sighs> uh he lives in like a trailer on on site, right? He lives I think he lives in a in just a little trailer
3: mm-hmm. there. A lot of property there. Uh, yeah, he's site. got yeah, some property. Maybe a, a shovel or two. But
1: they, Can you know, McKinney them. Manor used to be in California and it was so wild they kicked him out of California. <laughs>
3: It's too and wild for California. Yeah,
1: that's when he went yeah. to Tennessee. And uh, Amazing.
3: Could bury the bodies in the back if he needs to. Just saying. <laughs> Sounds like...
1: Uh, it seems like it. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I trust the whole situation. No. <clears throat> Whether it's real or not, I, I don't trust the whole situation. Uh, 888-900-3393, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. In America, it's estimated that about 50 million of us miss work due to pain. And, you know, who knows how many millions more just endure it and go to work anyway Uh, and just deal with that pain every day. And Some of us have tried so many things that haven't worked to ease that pain that we just give up and we decide, okay, I'm just going to have to live with it. Before you do that, try Relief Factor. Relief Factor was created by doctors. It has four key ingredients that each help your body fight inflammation. So, give it a try. This could be the answer you've been looking for. Try the three-week quick start. It's $19.95. Try it for three weeks. If it works, excellent. If it doesn't just move on to something else. Uh, But this could be exactly what you need because when the inflammation is calmed down, usually that's when the pain goes away. So if you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That gray unleashed. Uh, we continue to learn more details about uh, Abu Bakar al Baghdadi's death, uh, but uh, you know we lost him. Ew. Eh, we we lost him.
3: That's well, I was going to say it's well, a shame, but no, it's, it's not. F-
1: it's really not. No, in <laughs> fact, <laughs> al Baghdadi's really dead. He pulled the pin, blew off head the isis chief is in his bed at the bottom of the sea oh hell back bad he's really dead he pulled the bed and blew off his head the
3: isis chief is in his bed at the bottom of the sea at the bottom of the sea
1: so uh so he's in his bed yeah you know the like the bed of the sea? Yeah, the bed of I the sea. I see what you
3: did there. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good stuff.
1: That's great, yeah. Uh, it's also come out now that, uh, that Special Forces troops stole his underwear. Uh, they took. I, <laughs> I'm sure he didn't need it anymore, and so they took it for DNA purposes. No, wait, hold on. They That's took what they're it. saying anyway.
3: They took it this time? Yeah, I knew, they took it this time. I knew that there was a guy that was working with us that took it originally, right? The the he took his underwear and uh, some blood, and like, then when they ran through a database, mm-hmm. they they were like, "Yep, this is that's him. This is the place we need to be raiding." So
1: so now this is probably to match. Uh, wow, that so maybe got
3: a two pack of underoos or something, <laughs> and they were just matching them up. <laughs> it's,
1: it's possible, yeah.
3: Wow, who knew that uh, mm. Al Baghdadi was a big Spider Man fan?
1: Well, uh, you know, we find out a lot of times that they are big fans of American products. And so maybe he was. Wow. Uh, Bin Laden certainly was. 888 thirty three ninety three, And it bad unleashed on Twitter where Luna maniacal traffic emails <laughs> tweets. <laughs> I can't do haunted houses because my fight or flight is always fight. It doesn't go well. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess that's happening more and more, where people get scared and just out of kind of reflex hit the hit the actors in the face
3: or what? I, I can this. totally see. Yeah, me I can doing see that happening. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Tony Renucci, the Tennessee haunted house sounds a lot like the halls of Congress. People getting hypnotized and seeing things that didn't happen, like climate chaos, <laughs> evidence for impeachment, and rational thought from Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from the prolific Judy Chapel, that one haunted house. Just sounds like a tour of downtown San Francisco with Jeffy. Yeah. And from Gurgle and the Third Right, <laughs> uh, McKamey serves thrill seekers like dealers serve addicts. They need more and more extreme experiences to satisfy the addiction.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if it's a good thing, uh, but... Uh, Our
3: society is becoming more extreme in all areas. In,
1: in virtually every way. That would make sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, all right. Eric in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi.
4: Hey, guys. Uh, hey. a Point of personal privilege. Okay. Number one, uh, congratulations to my brothers and sisters in arms who got that rat, you know what, mm-hmm. over there in Syria.
2: Mm-hmm. Number
4: two, I don't need to go to a haunted house because all I have to do is watch Blaze TV and see Jeffy and that's it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Number three, uh-huh. when it co- and my main point of, of calling in, uh, when it comes to Biden being refused communion, um, that yeah. is the law in the church. I'm a traditional Roman Catholic. My mom used to be a nun. Um, and the thing is, is that there, there are several ways that um, that could happen. There is uh, enabling the sin uh, by, by voting for something like that in a public mm-hmm. essence by consent. Yep. and by a public declaration. So that priest was completely and totally correct in what he did. Now, the only pope that's ever condemned a politician here in recent memory was Pope John Paul II which, um, uh, which when he condemned um, Clinton for vetoing the partial birth abortion bill. Mm. That priest was completely and totally right in what he did. And the other problem that we have is all these priests who are accepting, you know, homosexual marriage and this, that, and the other, which is completely against Catholic doctrine. This is nothing extreme. These are rules and laws that are on the books even after that catastrophe that was known as the Second Vatican Council. And Pat, you were born barely after that started, so I know you don't know a lot about that. But when it comes to the church, that uh, the Catholic Church, that priest was completely and totally. Um, within his right, because mm-hmm. if, if a priest, if a priest willingly and knowingly gives our blessed sacrament to a politician or some public figure that uh, uh, so, that who claims to be Catholic and um, they knowingly and willingly do that by the canon of the church, they, too, are de fide, which means by law and de facto, which means by fact are excommunicated themselves. It doesn't have to come from papal declaration.
1: It's just so rare when that happens, when actually some priest actually enforces it, that it's, I I think it's a shock to people now, because it almost never happens, right? I mean, when do they ever do that? Yeah, I I can't remember. I think the last time I remember hearing about it was, it seems like John Kerry was denied communion somewhere uh, because of his stance on abortion. Um, but that was a long time ago, and so it's it's amazingly rare, and it's it's amazing to see uh, a priest who actually enforces Catholic doctrine. It's mm-hmm. phenomenal.
3: It's kind of like the U.S. Constitution. It's Thanks, so Appreciate rare it. that that it's enforced. Yeah. that it's a shock when it happens. Oh wait, we still have the Constitution. I'd forgotten about that. I'm glad to see it's uh, still being used,
1: especially when Democrats actually mention the Constitution. Whoa, that must be what they found an impeachment clause and so that's what they're now all of a sudden the the constitution is super important to mm-hmm. them <laughs> just forget about it the rest of the time don't worry about anything else that's in it. it don't worry about the religious rights don't worry about freedom of speech don't worry about your gun rights don't worry about your uh your your right to a to justice to yeah. do process. Don't worry about any of
3: that, but all of those are hidden like with invisible ink and if you don't have a hairdryer yeah. and some lemon then you're juice, not gonna own, you're, you're not going to you're not going to know it. about it. It's not like right. they put them in like, mm-hmm. you know, like a top 10 list or something like that like an easy to see <laughs> top 10 <laughs> list yeah. of like things a, that are cool.
1: Yeah. Like a bill of rights that you absolutely That would have been, you know, Wouldn't when we talk about smart? the founding fathers
3: mm-hmm. being so smart. Mm-hmm. If they had done it so obviously like that, mm-hmm. a top
1: Ten lists. Just start with ten of them. Yeah, it doesn't have to be 27 initially, you know, right off the right, bat. Right, You just start with ten. Start with ten. You know, then... then Too bad they didn't think of that. They
3: didn't think of it. They're not as smart as we thought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, 888-900-3393. Joel Osteen, speaking of religious uh, leaders, uh, invited Kanye West to attend Sunday service at Lakewood Church uh, in Houston. it extended the invitation... Uh, Osteen and West have developed a friendship through phone conversations about faith. More than 50,000 people attend the non-denominational church each week for, you know, Joel Osteen. Yeah. yeah. And uh, millions more watch on TV. Service is seen in more than 100 countries. Wow. I don't know that... I don't know that Kanye has accepted the invitation yet.
3: I don't know that he has either.
1: So we'll see if that happens. Yeah. He's probably got other plans. I think he's got a tour planned, right? And every Uh... Sunday he stops at a different place and just breaks out his chorus and they
3: sing. Seriously. Yeah. He's already been doing that in Wyoming and uh, Utah. Utah. Uh My goodness. Yeah. So the album dropped last week. Um, I have not heard it myself. In fact, uh, there's very few of Kanye's songs that I have heard. Mm, really? But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what this is all about. Um, but uh, I know that uh, there's one song in particular that I hope you're looking for that, I mean, I just, his best, far and away. I mean, this is the, if you need one Kanye West song. It's quintessential. Whoopity-dee-scoop. Mm-hmm.
4: Scoop-dee-dee-whoop. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-poop. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-scoop-dee-whoop. <clears throat> whoop Poop-dee-dee-woop-scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop-dee-dee-woop. dee dee whoop dee dee scoop
3: whoop dee scoop poop
1: I don't know if this is on the album, but... uh
3: Maybe it's like a hidden track?
1: Maybe. Yeah, I don't think that's on the Jesus is King <laughs> uh, album, no. Well, maybe it should oh, be. So.
3: Maybe, yeah. That's uh That's a kickin' tune right there, poopity scoop.
1: So people are wondering about Kanye's motivation here. Uh, Is he just trying to make money off of all this? Does he really believe it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know know what's in his heart. He's talking about how pornography destroys, though, and how he's asked his music production team to avoid premarital sex. I mean, he sounds... Like, he means it. I think so. 888 900 93 More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Again, any similarity between this and a song you might know is purely coincidental. It has nothing to do with it. 888 uh, 900 Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Hey, be sure to sign up for the podcast. Subscribe and rate the podcast, if you would. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is available wherever you find podcasts. So That's convenient, yeah. They,
3: they, they don't hide the podcast on like, like weather pages or something, you know.
1: That is convenient, <laughs> right? Because you wouldn't expect to see it on a weather page. Uh-uh. So look at it, you know, at some podcast page.
3: That would be convenient, though.
1: iTunes, for instance. Weather and podcast. Spotify, perhaps.
3: Mm-hmm. Wherever I use uh, Stitcher myself. Right? <clears throat> Do you? And iHeartRadio. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, also sign up for Facebook.com/slash/PatUnleashed same at twitter.com slash unleashed and instagram.com slash pat unleashed. and we're also doing a lot of the socials now <laughs> We're big into the socials because we're uh, we're socialized yeah uh, people and uh, like to do
3: social things. <laughs> pinned to the top of Pat Unleashed's uh, Twitter page um, is a place where you can make suggestions of things you would like to see uh, this monkey do around the office here and yeah uh, anything you'd like to suggest please uh Please do. Twitter.com slash Pat
1: Also from Occam's Electric Razor, did Keith <laughs> just suggest a BuzzFeed of rights? Yeah, because you set a top 10 yeah, like a list top 10. of rights, and that's sure. what BuzzFeed does. Yeah,
3: it would be helpful if they could just like, maybe you could just keep it into like a little book. You could just put uh-huh. it, something like you know, this little handy thing here.
1: Although um, BuzzFeed rarely sticks to 10. It's like
3: 47 <laughs> things your plumber never says. Mm-hmm. What? Who even th- ever thought of that? Who <laughs> of course, you never want to put the word freedom, Your Honor, in any of those uh, top ten lists. No,
1: because the, the word freedom isn't in mm-hmm. the uh, the Constitution, of course, except for <laughs> right at the. You know, it's hidden there in the First Amendment. Hidden in plain <laughs> sight. <laughs> if you want to hide something, where do you put it? Right at the beginning of the amendments.
3: They'll never <laughs> see it here.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, from Steve. Come to Congress's House of the Haunted Federal Budget. I wish we had a federal budget. (laughs) We haven't had one in 10 years. Uh, Equine Extraordinaire. I knew Pat would sing it. (laughs) Happy Days, the uh, song for (laughs) al-Baghdadi. There you go. Uh, Baghdadi tweets, OMG, it all makes perfect sense now.
3: (gasps) Oh, look, look, uh, look on Blaze TV. There's a headline.
1: Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi. I have information which will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. That's what happened. So that's why he was killed. <laughs> okay, there's name number forty-nine on the Clinton death list. <laughs> Abu Bakar al Baghdadi, dead. Surprised, though. I'm kind of surprised it wasn't a plane crash because that's what they specialize in. Of uh, course,
3: I don't. I don't get on plane.
1: <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. I got to show you this unbelievable technology. Uh oh. You know, uh, Boston Dynamics has been showing us these robots for a while. And then along comes this robot. Uh. This is amazing. Really cool. Takes the gun. I don't know why it has to bend over like that, but shoots and hits the target immediately.
3: Oh, a guy pushed him. What's that all about? That's not nice. That's not nice. Hockey stick. I think they're showing how...
1: ...how it can be disturbed and still perform its functions. It's kind of chilling. Oh! Kicked it down to the ground. (laughs) Face first. That's kind of mean. So it rolls over and shoots the target anyway. Okay. They're turning it around in circles. Throwing stuff at it. And it's still...
3: A little dangerous.
1: Hitting the target. Throwing balls at it. Wow. Oh! Now they've handed it a rifle. <laughs> it jumps over a barrel and trips. But gets right back up. Wow, it's really nimble.
3: My they, goodness. They seem to is...
1: be abusing this portion Right? I, uh, it's really kind of mean.
3: Bill of Rights or something here. Now shoot. Oh, the
1: oh, guy steps oh, in front oh, of the target. Oh. It doesn't shoot. Then it continues to fire, but it won't fire at humans, apparently.
3: Wow, what a nice robot, because, I mean, they are, they're being mean to it.
1: Yeah, they are. And then... And it's still not shooting them. I mean,
3: it's got a loaded weapon in its little robot hand. It's being shot at, Mm -hmm. and it still will not shoot at the human.
1: Wow! But when the human moves, it goes right after the target.
3: (laughs) Whoa, now he's getting angry. Now he's. Wait. Now
1: it stops, puts its hands up.
3: <clears throat>
1: okay. Uh, its next task will it shoot the human or will it shoot the. Whoa! Up uh, shoots in between the humans. While they continue to beat it.
3: Oh, they're throwing bees in his little robot face. Look at that.
1: Oh, uh, the bees aren't going to bother it. It's a robot. Uh,
3: that's true. Good point. I mean, this is a, this is a proficient, uh, wow. robot.
1: Wow. Wow. Chill you how nimble
3: it is. It's a little, little concerning as I watch this. <laughs> wow. He's, he's always knows which one the human is. Yeah, he does. Oh, look, he's got a Nerf gun now. That's kind of fun. Oh, see, he can shoot that one at humans. Uh-huh. Can he? Yeah, he does. He play.
1: shoots it right yeah. at the human.
3: Yeah, that's playtime there.
1: Yeah. Wow, it knows... it knows a lot. It knows when to shoot and when not to at a human.
3: Oh, he's got a little gift! A little robot doggy gift. Huh.
1: Okay, is it going to shoot the robot dog? I hope not. That's the uh, Boston Dynamics dog we've seen a lot.
3: Uh huh. And, uh... The dog's just waiting for him to tell him to do something. Why are they why are they hitting the oh, oh 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 wait, now the robot's not happy. Don't mess with his dog. Whoa, what is wow. happening? It took the dog
1: and jumped off a
3: cliff. He's running away, he found his little doggy friend, and now he's making a break for it. What is what are we watching now?
1: And now it's just running away uh into the wilderness. Uh that would be that's really cool. Yeah. It would be even cooler if it was real, but it uh
3: Oh it's not. Ooh.
1: Went viral over the weekend. Everybody uh-huh. thinking of how doomed we were because they're robot. I mean eventually they're gonna have something like that. Yes,
3: though, right? Oh, I think we all know we're on that trajectory, definitely. When
1: you do see the actual Boston Dynamic uh robots,
3: it's not that they're not that far away from this. No, thing. they are not. And and I think the giveaway on that was the little bug instead of saying Boston Dynamics, it said bossy dynamics. Yeah. So, uh, a little fun little parody there, but uh, not that fun
1: because uh, it's about to happen. Really well done. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Because that looked totally real to me, and it was CGI. The robot was completely CGI. So, yeah. I wonder what they were hitting and pushing, and because they did it really well. That was uh, really well done. Yeah. And again, we're going to have that, I don't know, five years from now, ten years from now, soon, it won't be, you know, it's not a hundred years from now, that's for sure.
3: We're gonna be taking orders from robots like that one day.
1: We are. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it the the uh, the Will Smith movie? I Robot.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of like that, and the robots all had that programmed into them where they couldn't hurt the humans, or they when they were saving a human, they had to decide which human had the best chance to live, and did all those calculations and all that. That probably is coming.
3: No, the three laws or something? yeah, the That's three what laws Rob's telling me okay, yeah, yeah.
1: 888 uh, 900 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I, just, I mean, that's really cool. Uh, let me tell you about something else that's really cool because it can help you be healthier. Um, if you don't get a lot of vegetable matter into your diet, like I certainly don't, um, it's really important to supplement what you eat with something like Field of Greens uh, by Brickhouse Nutrition. It was developed by medical doctors and sports nutrition experts. And Field of Greens will boost your immunity. It'll help with your digestion and your all-around health because it's made of 100% USDA organic fruits and vegetables. So you just take a scoop of it, put it into eight ounces of water or uh, a smoothie, mix it up, and it tastes great, and you get all that nutrition. Give it a try. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. And if you're not totally satisfied, you can get your money back. So there's no risk whatsoever. BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray. So Kurt Cobain's iconic sweater has sold at auction. Do we have the do we have the photo of the iconic sweater? It's I'm not sure the, it's which one it is. the one
3: he is. wore when they did the uh, MTV Unplugged thing. Yeah, okay. The...
1: Yeah, I remember that sweater. Uh-huh. it has got the sweater on, a shirt under it, mm. a t-shirt under that. Yeah. It must have been really cold in that studio or something cuz uh, sure. that'd be really hot. <laughs> um So it's sold, huh? Yeah, it's sold for uh
3: Oh, my goodness.
1: That's from his 1993 MTV Unplugged performance. Wow. $334,000. It was filmed just five months before he committed suicide. Hmm. Committed suicide. We put that in
3: quotation marks.
1: Nice. (laughs) Courtney? Uh Uh-huh.
3: Where are you?
1: Thank you, Courtney Love. Nice job. Mm -hmm. Way to go.
3: Uh so it sold for three hundred and thirty four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So Kurt Cobain's choice of clothing, much like his music, overrated, obviously. <laughs> My goodness. Wow,
1: that Ridiculous. is like that's blasphemy to some. Okay, well. Uh not me, but some.
3: Oh yeah? You're uh, you're a big uh Nirvana fan? No, I'm variant? not.
1: That's why I said it's not blasphemy to me. Uh according to Julianne's oh. auctions, <laughs> sorry. The sweater, which is medium size, it's a blend of acrylic <laughs> mohair and Lycra with a five-button closure with one button missing. It has two exterior pockets, a burn hole, and discoloration near the left pocket. Mm -hmm. One of the late rockers' custom guitars was also offered during the two-day auction of rock memorabilia. It sold for $340,000. Wow. Now, I would think the guitar would go for a lot more than the sweater... Right? And it went for 6000 more? Just $6,000 more. Oh, I mean, that's okay. still a lot of money, 340000 Yeah. The custom Fender guitar was built in 1993. Cobain played the instrument during the band's In Utero tour. The turquoise-bodied left-handed guitar was on display at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for several years. Hey, is Nirvana in the Rock Hall of Fame? They're not, I don't think. Are they? Now, you would think Nirvana would be, because that was one of the big hip, uh, you you got to love Nirvana bands. Right? I mean, that's... They were the darlings of the Rolling, of Rolling Stone magazine and all the rock critics, and they were so great. Are they in it?
3: I'm afraid I have some bad news for you, Clarice. They're in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: of course they are. They, of course. They have to be. Of course they're in it.
3: Uh, anyhow. Uh,
1: yeah, I would say- Of it, course it's a pretentious band that you, know, you, gotta love you got to love because nobody understands their lyrics sad. and he's really sad and he hated everything in his life and- <laughs> And so that's really cool when people hate everything in their life,
3: right? <laughs> you, you reward them. Yeah, you got to reward them. <laughs> uh, Dave Grohl, by the way, um, who was in that band, he went on to do the Foo, Foo Fighters, and that he's talented. Yeah, he yeah. is so talented; he can do everything. So, anyhow, well, um, to be
1: in two iconic bands like that, Foo Fighters and Nirvana, that's pretty great. Mm, Foo yeah. Fighters, I think, are up too. Uh, that's what I was just checking. Yeah, they're not in it, but I think I think they're eligible now. Because they their 25 years would just about be right around now, right?
3: Yeah. Because if, el-
1: if Nirvana ended in 94, Foo Fighters started around 95, maybe. Maybe they're not eligible till next year. I don't know. Close. We're getting close to yeah. uh, Foo Fighters' time. And I'm sure they'll go in, too. So, surely he'll be in there uh, with a couple different bands. Of course, again, again this year. Uh, foreigner. Not nominated. 888 900 Also, add Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, this is great. The Big Sky Conference named University of Montana runner June Eastwood the cross-country female athlete of the week, even though uh, June <laughs> biologically is a male uh, who <laughs> identifies... As a transgender woman. <laughs> I <Okay>? can't. <clears throat> but don't worry about that. It's it's fine. There's uh there's June right there. I guess that's as a man.
3: No, that's no, is that no, that's that's is that girl time? That's re- Okay. <laughs> that's reason <laughs> is that girl time <laughs> girl time or boy time? I think that's uh I don't know. I think it's June girl.
1: June finished second in a field of two hundred four runners. At the Santa Clara Bronco Invitational, Montana placed seventh as a team. University of Montana's athletic director previously cited NCAA policy in explaining why Eastwood was competing on the women's team. NCAA allows male runners who identify as transgender women (laughs) to compete in women's athletics (laughs) after suppressing testosterone levels for a full calendar year. Oh, okay, so... Uh-huh. Uh, June is suppressing the testosterone right now.
3: Wait, his wait. her name is June? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're going from dude to chick, you're picking June as your name when you're a girl now? Mm, what do you want her to pick? I don't know. Just, they're usually much more elaborate than that. No? We're going with June? June. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. <sighs> no, there's nothing why wrong do you, with it. Why it's do you just hate if you have
1: a choice, you're yeah. going with June. What do you want her to go by? I don't
3: know. Um, Sylvia? Jessica? A,
1: what what would be better for you?
3: What's June's last name? Eastwood. Jubilee Eastwood. Like that one? No. It's, it's flamboyant. <laughs> I
1: don't like it's not Jubilee. June Eastwood. No. Uh, biological male runner Cece Telfer, who identifies as a transgender oh, woman, we go. <laughs> won an NCAA Division II National Championship for Franklin Pierce University in May. Like Eastwood, Telfer competed competed on the university's men's team before later switching to the women's team. Uh, I bet the women love that. Uh, I bet they they just love it.
3: Don't they? Know your place, woman. You're going to like this.
1: It's so great when the women get to compete against biological men. They love Mm -hmm. it. They love that. Don't worry about, in fact, don't even ask them what they think of it. They don't matter. They're they're women, They don't
3: matter. They're women. Who cares? You think we care what women think? Just deal with it.
1: And that's exactly what's happening Mm -hmm. in the NCAA. They don't care. They don't care what the women think. You're all about women's rights. You did the Title IX thing, for the love of heaven. And now you're just crapping all over
3: women's sports. It means nothing anymore. By the way, Dylan's got a good name for Miss Eastwood. Olga. Why didn't June go with Olga Eastwood? There we go. I don't know.
1: I don't have a problem with the name June. I think it's fine beautiful what i do have a problem with is a man running in a women's sport that's what i have a problem with (laughs) whoa whoa i don't care about june's name at all the
3: the transition has happened jeez Mm -hmm. uh congratulations to the big sky conference on your female athlete of the week right how inclusive
1: (laughs) how diverse that is how wonderful except for the women and but again don't even ask the women how they feel about this that doesn't matter doesn't matter (laughs) we don't care (laughs) What you girls want? Why would we care about that? That's exactly where we are right now. Yes, in the NCAA and many other sports venues is. Nah, I don't care what you think of it. Uh, we're just going to do this because uh,
3: he identifies as her now. Yeah. So you're a woman. Yeah, but okay. she's a woman. Yeah, and she's a woman too. Okay, but don't I get seniority? No, like female seniority? <laughs> no, you don't.
1: <laughs> Why? Because you were
3: born a woman? Yeah.
1: How hateful. What? That's just despicable. Even say that. (laughs) Jeez, this
3: world sucks, man.
1: Uh, This is also great because we've been doing these story times in schools and libraries for young kids. I mean, kids at four and five years old. These drag queen story times, for some reason, are sweeping the country. I don't understand it, but it's super important now. I guess for uh, for transgendered people or drag queens to read to little children.
3: Okay, great. More of this. Uh,
1: And it continues as the article says it continues to be a deeply disturbing mystery that parents continue to willingly march their children down to the local library for the purposes of having a grown man dressed in the misogynist equivalent of blackface. Oh, that's a great. It's a great point.
3: Great line.
1: To read a story and perform for them. Not only are drag queen storytime events absurd, immoral and highly inappropriate for children at face value, they've been repeatedly proven to be dangerous venues for predators to sexually groom young children all while library staff and parents lovingly affirm the whole thing in wow. the name of tolerance
3: and their misogynist blackface. <clears throat> That's a it's a great mm-hmm. article.
1: Even after such events have turned out to feature convicted sex offenders and performers who allow children to lay on top of them, it seems no scandal is too disgusting to keep parents from bringing their children to these disgusting events. Perhaps this one will. According to a Facebook post from the Child Protective League, CPL, a pair of drag queens using the stage names Sasha Sosha and Gemini Mm Valentine,
3: Not June. I'd like to point out.
1: No. Was invited to indoctrinate children's story hours in branches of the Hennepin County Library in Hennepin County, Minnesota, earlier this month. This isn't New York City or Los Angeles or San Francisco. It's Hennepin County, Minnesota. In the post, CPL attached a damning yet mercifully blurred photo in which Sosa apparently flashes his crotch to a room full of preschoolers. Ugh. God, and there it is.
3: Come on.
1: What? Uh, we
3: are... I mean... Goodbye, world. I mean, this is insane. We have lost touch with reality. Again, how do you as a parent bring your child to this? Uh, and then stay there once you figure out what's happening in that room. How How is all of this acceptable? I don't... I don't... So children don't
1: matter. Women don't matter. Only the transgender or the drag queen or whatever. I just whatever.
3: don't understand this. I know we're a society out it's of control. It's incomprehensible. But this, I, I can't put my pl- myself in a, in a situation like this where I'm just, happen to be in the library and this is happening and I don't say something. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, excuse <laughs> and me. And your child is there? Your four-year-old child no, is I'm there? I'm saying if I'm there just on my own. Yeah. And I see this happening, and I have nobody I'm related to whatsoever there. There is nobody going into these rooms and saying, excuse me, what, what is happening in here? <laughs> that's what it feels like. That's what it feels yeah. like. They'll just laugh at you.
1: That was funny, Keith. Because uh, yeah. I know you can't be oh, serious, because right that's
3: way too hateful. No, no, it'd probably way be more too like, hateful. Shh, this is a library, sir. Jeez. It's sometimes there's an old Simpsons episode where this guy starts working at the power plant and and Homer Simpson is obviously the big buffoon and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this new employee is trying to point out how stupid Homer is to everyone and how he's a risk to the nuclear facility. <laughs> I remember that. And everyone's just like, eh, that's Homer being Homer, you know? And he's just like, no, this is, this is important. And it's a know, nuclear power plant. That's what it feels like in these worlds yeah. with drag queens doing story times for little toddlers. These are our children. Oh, go back and look at your other section of the library. Oh, gosh. I mean, seriously, they, how did we get here? I, and so fast
1: don't know so quickly this thing came on so f- the transgender thing came on so quickly uh we we were just getting used to same-sex marriage being g- great and okay and legal and wonderful and you you can't dictate who you love and all of that stuff and then bam all of a sudden the transgender thing just on us. It's
3: like they were lying in wait, you know? A-
1: and you can't use certain pronouns. And and wait, I, I got to
3: hear what your pro- your accepted pronouns are? And I'm going to the same like, bathroom as your young daughter. Uh, Don't wait. try to stop me. Hold it. And wait, now you're doing transgender drag
1: queen story times for children? Hold it. Wait. Point of personal privilege. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Please do not right. use gendered language to to, to address kh- everyone. Kh- kh- okay. <laughs> See? Right? Right. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, points of personal privilege are a thing. Words
3: and phrases that we've never even remotely thought And now thought we just of. accept it.
1: Oh, yeah. He's got a... Wait, hang on. He's got a point of personal privilege over here. He does? Yeah. He, he does? I'm sorry. I
3: used gendered <laughs> Careful. language. Careful. Oh, wow. Wow.
1: Right, right
5: uh, now, quick point right of privilege. Yes, quick go ahead. Point of personal privilege. Yes. All right. Point of personal privilege. Yes. 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 Please do not use, use gendered, gendered language, language. to, c- to <laughs> address everyone.
1: <laughs> All right, I, I apologize. I shan't. I shan't be using gendered language <sighs> any longer. All right, well. And it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> and what a Tuesday it has been. We'll see you tomorrow, halfway through the week, already. I'm Pac-Ray Unleashed.